Welcome to the Moms Who Money podcast, where every week we chat about all things related to money, mom life, mindset, and spirituality. I'm your host, Eileen Joy, and I am a money and mindset coach for moms, teaching you how to confidently go from living paycheck to paycheck to making money easy. Money doesn't have to be hard. It is possible to break the chains, and I'm going to show you how. Get ready to join the Moms Who Money. Welcome back to the Moms Who Money podcast. If this is your first time tuning in, welcome. I've got a good one for you today. It's tax time in the good old USA, and I'm going to get you ready. And of course, if you find value in what you hear today, please consider sharing this episode with someone that you care about and also share a screenshot and or the link to the show to your socials. It could change another woman's life if they're looking for help with their finances. The ripple effect that you can start is so huge just by you simply sharing the show. And please also consider rating the show five stars if you listen on Apple iTunes or on Spotify. It will take you one second to do. And if you listen on Apple iTunes, you also have the ability to write a review so that it helps other women just like you find the show. The more ratings and reviews that the show gets, the algorithm will share the show more and more. And there's just too many women out there that want help with their money and don't know where to find help. So we can all work together to help each other. This way, we can shift the power of money into abundance for all women, and you can help today. I also love it when you tag me at Eileen Joy Money Coach so that I can see which episodes that you're enjoying most. Did you get your W-2 yet? It's that fun time of year again, right after the holiday hangover. Tax time! Every year, it's like a cruel joke. January is the time for new beginnings and goals for the upcoming year. The excitement of getting to start fresh again. And then the credit card bills start coming in from the holidays. And then, bam, your W-2 or 1099 and all the tax documents start pouring in from all of your banks and your investment accounts. And you're reminded about tax season. When was the last time that you said, OMG, I'm so excited that I get to do my taxes? (laughs) What would you rather do than your taxes? Clean your bathrooms, take your kids and all their friends to one of those jumpy places, or do your entire family's laundry, or food prep for an entire month, work overtime for no extra income, or shovel your and your neighbor's driveways after a snowstorm. What else? Should I go on? I think you get the point. Unless you know you're getting a refund, you're probably more likely to put off doing your taxes until the last minute. Am I right? Do you do your own taxes or do you hire someone? Honestly, I don't do my own taxes. I hire a professional to do it and it is money well spent. If you're single and you have one W-2 and no other income and no dependents, you could totally do your own taxes in a few minutes and probably on an app on your phone for free. But The more complex that your family dynamic and your income situation, it's really better to let a professional handle all the chaos. I have a yellow folder that I've been using for decades for my taxes. I need to stay organized so I don't completely lose my mind. I recommend whether you print everything out or you keep a folder of all your documents on your laptop, just have one place where you keep everything for tax day. I have a checklist that I keep inside my folder to remind myself what I need to print out and then all the info that I need to keep track of each year and all the tax documents for all of my income sources and 
since I'm divorced and my ex and I share custody of my son, we each take turns claiming him every other year. So I got to keep track of those years. And also my CPA does too, thankfully. And any child tax credits that are available. And of course, all my business expenses. And I keep track of all my bank accounts from all the different banks that I use and all of our investment accounts so that I can make sure that all of those tax documents are printed and in my folder. I also have a bunch of Gmail folders where I keep all my important stuff. So whenever I receive an email receipt, I label it receipt. And then at tax time, I can go into my Gmail folders and I see what I need. And of course, me being me, I like to be extra, right? Extra organized. (laughs) So I have subfolders in my receipts folder and it just makes my life so much easier. And so I have the subfolders under my receipts going like donation receipts, tax receipts, home office receipts, you know, my son receipts, all these different things. And I just have, and I, and I do it for my life and the things that I get. So they're very personalized and very easy to figure out because I know what it is. And I save everything for my son, everything that I get a receipt for, because it could possibly be tax deductible. Like even summer camp, which I don't even know if you knew, but you can claim summer camp on your taxes as childcare. Just ask your CPA, they'll do it for you. I highly recommend having a CPA in your corner who can help you tax plan and help you save money in the long run and possibly get you a great return or at the very least lessen your tax bill. Or in some cases for me, I just want to break even. (laughs) Years ago, I had this crazy thing happen. So my CPA told me that I owed $5,000 out of nowhere and I freaked out and I didn't understand why. And then after doing some investigating, it turns out that the accounting department at my job had put in the wrong information from my W-4 form in their accounting system. And it said that I had five dependents when I only had one. So just a tip, check in with your accounting department periodically at work to ensure that your information's correct on their end especially if you're making changes to your information. Like just go double check and make sure it's all right. You don't want to find out the hard way. And of course, if you're contributing to your 401k, your 403b, your 403a, your TSP, or any other tax advantage account that you have at work, those also have amazing tax benefits. So if you have a traditional account, you save taxes now and you pay them later when you take the money out of your account, And if you have a Roth option on your employer-sponsored retirement accounts, then you pay the taxes now and you never pay taxes ever again on that money or the money from your investments in that account. And always remember, I say it all the time, the personal finance is personal. And in order to decide which to use, either a traditional or, or a Roth account, is all based on your current income now and how much you think you might be living on later. And if you're a single mom like me, there's a bunch of tax credits and other deductions that can help you to reduce your taxable income and reduce the amount of tax that you pay. And these can change from year to year, so it's really important to know what's available every year. So first of all, filing as head of household. It usually gives you a lower tax rate than if you file as a single or married filing separately. It also allows a higher standard deduction. But what actually is a deduction? All a deduction is, it just 
reduces your taxable annual income. So the deductions reduce the amount of tax that you owe and could potentially give you a greater refund. A tax credit can also reduce the amount of tax that you owe or give you money back as a refund. There's also many different types of exemptions that are available to reduce your taxes that are owed. You can ask your CPA which exemptions that you could be eligible for this year depending upon your personal circumstances. The standard deduction this year, if you're filing as single and not the head of household, right? Remember that if you're filing as single and not the head of household is $13,850. And the standard deduction, if you're filing as single and you are filing as the head of household goes up and that is $20,800. And if you're married and filing jointly or you're a qualifying widow or widower, and you have a dependent child, then that deduction is now 27,700. And this is all for the year 2023. So if you're listening to this in any other year, go check irs.gov and make sure that this amount is correct. So depending upon how you file, that amount automatically comes off the total income that you made for the year. So as an example, I'll make it easy. If you're filing a single, and the head of household, and you made $100,000 in 2023, you would qualify for the $20,800 deduction. And so that would just reduce the amount of taxes that you would owe otherwise on the $100,000 that you made for the year. So simply figure it out as $100,000 minus $20,800 equals $79,200. So that's huge. You would only owe taxes on $79,200. And then from there, you can go on to see what other deductions you might be eligible for or tax credits or exemptions. And this is huge to understand that these things are available to you so that you could reduce the money that you're paying on your taxes and then be able to get back a larger refund. So to qualify to file for head of household status, you need to be unmarried on the last day of the tax year that you're filing for and pay more than 50% of your household expenses for you and your kids that live with you for more than six months of the year. So if you file as single or head of household and you make less than $200,000, or if you're married and you're filing jointly and make up to $400,000, you can claim the $2,000 child's tax credit for each child that you have for the year 2023. And always remember that these figures can change from year to year so that it's always in your best interest to check irs.gov or ask your CPA. I'm going to say this over and over because just double check. <laughs> it's always important to know what you're getting or not getting. So this credit, the child care tax credit comes off of the amount that you owe, right? So you just keep reducing that amount that you actually owe taxes on. And so the more and more and more that you can reduce, the better. And if you owe less than the child tax care credit, you'll receive some of it or all of it as a refund. And this credit is only for kids 16 years old or younger. So this is important. They have to be either your son, your daughter, your stepchild, a foster child, a brother, a sister, a stepbrother, a stepsister, a grandchild, a niece, nephew, or a legally adopted child that you are claiming as a dependent. 
So if you have more than one child, you might also be able to take advantage of the additional child tax credit for 2023. These are awesome. So definitely check with your CPA that you are getting all of these deductions, exemptions, and credits so that you can maximize your dollars. This is how you advocate for yourself and take your power back, right? It's, it's just awareness and knowing that these things exist just so you can go ask, right? Because if you don't know, you don't ask, and then you could possibly not be able to take advantage of these things. And don't forget about your charitable donations that you've made throughout the year. Remember that giving bucket? So every time that you've made a donation to an organization where the money goes to a certain cause, you receive a donation receipt in return. And always remember to save those receipts. And they're always emails, right? Most of the time they're emails. So you can make a donation receipts folder and then just be more organized for next year. I donate to my son's school periodically throughout the year. Like I also donate to the breast cancer walk, random fundraisers when they come up. I also donate a percentage of all of my profits to a domestic violence women's shelter from the sales from my coaching business. And I donate clothing and household items to a domestic women's shelter every other month when they come to my neighborhood to pick up. All I have to do is sign up, I leave the items outside on the morning of pickup, and they come get everything. It's so convenient and awesome to donate to all these people that need it. The average tax refund for 2022 taxes were filed in 2023 was $3,252. And this is according to the IRS. And this is across the entire country for everyone that filed from single and joint filers. This is just the national average. So your average could be way higher or lower than this number. But what you want to remember is that you want to advocate for yourself and remember that all of these things are available to you. And if you're not asking about them, you might not be getting them. The more kids that you have that you can claim as a dependent, the higher the deductions and credits for your dependents. Now, the last day of the month is tomorrow. So why not set some time aside this weekend or maybe next weekend to gather all of your tax documents, go get a folder, and make an appointment with your CPA. You can even get your kids involved and show them what you're doing and have them help you put everything together. And if you're getting a refund this year, you'll still want to remember to divide it up amongst all the four buckets, right? Remember these four buckets, saving, investing, giving, and spending. Then as a family, you can decide what you're saving for, where you're going to invest, what charity to give to, and how you'd like to spend the remaining cash as a family. And if you're ready once and for all to take control of your money, you know, it's time to reach out to me. Feel free to either email me at Eileen at EileenJoy.com or go right to my website, MomsToMoney.com, schedule a consultation call to get started money coaching. And we'll talk about where you are now, where you want to be, and how I can help you get there. My contact info is always in the show notes, and you can always message me anytime on social media. I'd love to know how this helps you approach your taxes this year. I really love hearing from you. And please take a screenshot of this episode and share it with your friends and family. And thank you so much for being here today. I am so grateful for you. Take a moment to thank yourself for being here today and taking the time to invest in yourself. And remember that you are your own best investment. And I'll see you next week. Thank you for tuning in to today's episode. If you loved what you heard today, 
please share on your social media and tag me at Eileen Joy Money Coach so I can see which episodes you're loving. The only way this podcast grows is by you sharing it. Please rate, review, and subscribe down below. See you next week.